Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm ready to roll if you guys are. <laughs> you are my best thought by day or by night. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. There were a couple of 4-3s in the Premier League. Arsenal beat Chelsea. And Jose Mourinho admitted on TV he wants to find you a for Stamford Bridge. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry. Didn't know I wasn't meant to touch there. (laughs) Get your hand off my knee. That was a really pleasing noise Mm. to listen to, but I don't think the listeners will agree. No. They'll jump out their skins, won't they? They will. You and your sensitive knees. I'm behind you! (laughs) Robbie Savage. Robbie Savage there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've got a wet mouth! Uh, Pete Donaldson's been in Turkey all weekend. Oh, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it immensely. I ate so many kebabs and uh, chestnuts as well. They sell a lot of chestnuts. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, cook them up, don't they? You can do all Pete, that, yeah. Can you explain to people who aren't working in radio what it means when you say Robbie Savage has got a wet mouth? He just always, he just <laughs> always sounds like he's sort of... And another thing... <laughs> It just always yeah. sounds like he's got a soggy I think it's mouth. very self-explanatory, isn't it? Right, yeah, but we all have a wet mouth. Ideally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you've not got a wet mouth, you probably want to go to the doctor. I've got a wet True. nose like a dog. 
Yeah, it's true. Actually. Again, that's, probably want to go to the doctor. That, that, that's how we tell whether little Pete's going to be all right or not. He's touching his nose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it makes a noise. Window, wind of the soul. <laughs> well, we're, we're glad you didn't stay in Istanbul. It was a fine city. It's brilliant. I was going to go and see Gal- Galatasaray, but the um, the f- I think most Turkish clubs due to due to noughties, um, you've got to have like a card uh, before, and you've got to have your ticket loaded onto a card. And I was like, oh, forget it. Take a moment to forget real, it, Turkey. Take a moment to think of what you'd have to do mm-hmm. to get a Galatasaray stadium band. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's probably done it, uh-huh. but I'd like to know what it is. There's a few countries like that. Uh, Hungary and Poland are the same. In Poland, mm. I went to watch. Uh, I think it was Vizsla Krakow, mm. and you have to get there fairly early because you have to have an ID card made yeah. up and all that kind of stuff. It's what Margaret Thatcher wanted to do in the 80s, of course. Uh, and a lot more she wanted to do she as did. well. Um, we haven't got time for Thatcher on this show today, though. No, certainly no. not. She's we not in the running order. <laughs> she, uh, she, 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 she's she's gone, but the Premier League is very much still here. Yeah. Uh, it's outlived her. It yeah. has. Yeah. It very much has. Uh, and, and what a weekend of action, gentlemen. As yeah. I said in the intro, a couple of 4 threes. We'll start with Liverpool against Palace. I mentioned on Thursday, would it be a nervy affair? Could Palace cause them problems? And they had them going, Jim. Palace it had did. Liverpool going for yeah. a fair amount of that game. It's a ding-dong, isn't it? We, we, we were saying <laughs> on the last show, it's, it's a regularly very, very entertaining game. And it was it was great. It was nice to see Liverpool pushed as well. Mm-hmm. First time Hodgson's lost as a manager of a visiting team at Anfield since he left Liverpool. I think it's right? the first goal that one of his sides has conceded at Marcus, Anfield. would you like to take some time yes. and enjoy yourself here uh-huh. as, and tell us all Particularly one of us in the room, but mm-hmm. all of us nonetheless. Who got the first? Who opened goal? the scoring? Yeah, it was Andros Townsend. <laughs> yeah, um, he scored. <laughs> well, he's got his fourth goal. <laughs> he's got his fourth goal of the season, which equals his best in a Premier League campaign. Yeah. Pete Donaldson. Oh, I'd love him to get a cruciate now. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. That would be terrible. So I would. I'll happily pick up that mantle. But, yeah. but what Pete said actually uh, was that he's not prolific in all the rest of it. So he's, he's fourth in, in the league equals his best. So that yeah. does back up your point. Yeah. But there is a That's fair chunk of it. Marcus, no, it's you lot. and I both know you there's a I. reason why. Mm-hmm. I went past Crystal Palace's training ground this morning and saw a Pete Donaldson in their trench coat with a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> we I all know what it. he's up to. I threatened it. <laughs> yeah. You better not. this lasagna. Mm. It was a lovely goal, though. It was what a move from Palace. It was yeah, fantastic. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a screamer from 50 yards out. Well. No. No. He's got a lot in his locker, hasn't he? <laughs> Shut up. He scores. You basically, when there's a player like that coming to town, you start a goal down, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Got everything. Yeah. Every he's type of goal. Shut got, up, James. He's even got the word <laughs> town in his name. But Absolute nonsense. He scores all types of goals apart from headers. Uh, <laughs> That'll be this weekend. And, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Somehow, we'll score an overhead header. It'll <laughs> flip completely. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a game for, It wasn't a game for goalkeepers, was it? It certainly no. wasn't. No. It was one a, in particular. It was. I. I have to say, before we move on from, well, we're not focusing on so much on Townsend. It was the build-up to that goal. The way they passed themselves out of trouble. Mm. Palace. I thought, my goodness, look at the English game. That's a Roy Hodgson side. That is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're a good side, and they yeah. press well. Just, shout, just shouting over to foreign. People watching it in the same room as you. Know, he's one of the worst. He is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's actually one of the worst. Imagine what the good ones are like. <laughs> yeah, um, not getting a chance though, are they? They're not no, getting a chance. No, they're not getting a chance. If they Although, were called Aladicio, they would. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, Problem is, all these bloody better managers in the way. Yeah. That is the trouble, Jim. Can happen. Uh, 39-year-old Julian Speroni, uh, looking every every year of his age, made his first appearance since December 2017. Ah, oh, it was a shame with that. Uh, yeah. Was it the third goal that mm. Palace scored? The, the first one. Hey, sorry, the Liverpool, Liverpool scored. Goal. The Salah second goal. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the first one you thought he might do a little bit better, but that was more of a clever finish from Salah. But yeah, yeah the, third the first one. one just... I, I, I think it was on the radio. They said, "Oh, he, he could have come for it and whatnot." It was a tricky one. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't blame it. In the same way, I wouldn't blame 
um, Sergio Rico and the Fulham guy for not coming for that Winks. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that fullbacks not... to blame there, really. Yeah, but I, but it was poor um, for that second. I didn't think Alisson had a great game either, by the way. No, I didn't think he, he could have done better with at least one of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it was interesting because I said my comments on Thursday that actually Liverpool, the first goal was fortuitous. Yeah, they took it, fair enough. You yeah, scored, yeah. and these things happen in football. Obviously, no one's arguing that. Uh, and their third goal when Palace equalised was a big error from the goalkeeper mm. and they got the fourth very late on. So, yes, they ground out the result. I think that's what Henderson said. And that is a good sign, of course, for Liverpool. But it was shaky. Yeah, they um, pressure teams, though, don't they, Liverpool? So I think they they sort of make their own luck in terms of other teams making mistakes. But, but Jim, what they don't want, though, is they don't want at this stage in the season when they're going for the title, mm-hmm. they don't want to have to revert back to this, mm-hmm. we need to score four goals at home to win mm-hmm. a game. Absolutely. And I think that I, I detected a bit of that in some of Klopp's post-match comments, mm. that he's very keen to, to not go back to that yes. as well, <laughs> yeah. because I don't know if their hearts are going to take it. You don't want games like that? No, 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 not at all. No, absolutely not. Um, how, how sort of over is Christian Benteke's career yeah. when Ayu's playing up front on his own and then Wickham comes on ahead of him. Mm. It's, it's funny with I don't even I don't know why they put him on the bench even. It's been such a drop off, hasn't it, with his with his yeah. career. He he would benefit from a move probably away from England, I think. Absolutely. Or maybe like even to a championship <laughs> team. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I think it'd be really effective in the championship. He probably oh, wouldn't want to he take would that be. sort of Take a, leaf out, take a leaf out of Ryan Barbell's book. Yeah. Come who, roaring who, back. Who looked busy, by the way. He did. He look did. But yeah, it was one of those games for Liverpool. They squeezed it out. They, um, it was, you know, credit to them for doing so. They're keeping on, they're, they're keeping on winning. I mean, their record is incredible. Mm. What did you make of the... So, so something happened a few weeks ago where there was a talk of a Salah dive and we didn't cover it on there, but I think because the game came at a funny time so we didn't, we didn't cover it. Talk of it again against Palace. What did you guys make of that? He's very in danger of having a reputation as a diver, and referees will pick up on that. And yeah, because that was a dive. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's, there's been a few in quick succession. I think, I think he gets kicked, and then he's like, oh, I should have gone down there. I'll do it now. Well, it's, it is <laughs> an never. It's yeah. an interesting point, though, isn't it? Because uh, Lacazette could have gone down. We'll, we'll come on to that um, in the build up to his, his goal against Chelsea. And how often is it that you see a player get fouled and not go down and actually get the foul? Like, mm. they, they don't, do they? No, so, I mean, this nothing. is why his, his game is all about low centre of gravity. Yes. Kind of just, just he gets on with it and stuff. But then I think if he overruns the ball on the rare occasion that he does, he's like, oh crumbs, I'll just throw myself. I, I, I don't think the comparison with Lacazette is really valid in this case because Lacazette was in a very dangerous position. Yeah, yeah. Salah was they're back not, to goal what, over comparison. to the side. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, but I think with with Salah. What happens is when you are at home uh, in a game like that, the fans are cheering on, and you need something from somewhere, and you're going mm. for the title and all the rest of it. You will try and get anything and. Salah's got to be very careful because mm. like I say some of these decisions I mean look at what happened with Wilfred Zahar yeah. always happening with Wilfred Zahar I mean why, why did, leave him alone yeah people chopping him to bits it's mad isn't it but I, but I, th- th- so there's reasons that obviously people think that if they kick him about he'll be less effective in a I way think... he's like the Premier League's answer to Messi sort of but um, uh, it, well, that's well, Andros, in that he gets kicked so much well, that's Andros Townsend mate. <laughs> yeah I was going to say Pete told me no, do you know what I mean like, <laughs> we, Zaha, Messi, Messi gets kicked about in every game he plays in so yeah. does Zaha uh-huh. and that's like so does Hazard yeah but does he get kicked as much as Zaha I don't Zaha's think the most does. foul player but I think there are UFC <laughs> fighters who don't get kicked as much as Zaha <laughs> but, but the point I was saying is that Zaha got a bit of a reputation as going down easily and mm. now when he gets hacked around sometimes the referees don't give it because he has that reputation yeah. and Salah has got to be careful yeah. that he now doesn't get that reputation which he will give himself because he goes down far too easily on, on, the, on the positive side for Salah though, I mean he's, he's having an incredible season he, he is, is. Yeah. 16 Premier League goals 7 assists so I mean, he's, he's top of the Premier League scoring charts again. Yeah, 50 goals um, already for Liverpool. Yeah, he's making an incredible contribution to the Premier League. Feels like he's really been here for longer than 
a season and a half. Well, isn't it? Fifty Premier League goals. goals. Fifty yeah. Premier League goals he's reached. And it also, it's also interesting because maybe a few months ago, I was people were asking us questions on Twitter or wherever we were about why we think Salah's been quiet and why the front three of Liverpool aren't contributing as much. Blah blah. And and you're thinking of different reasons, but now I mean they are. I mean he got mm. two at the weekend, and I think Marley and Firmino both scored as well. Right? Did, yeah. So so they're all they're all. I mean they're all contributing again. So it's it's it really is um, ominous for for the other teams who are trying to challenge them. And just I mean 19 wins from 23 game uh, 23 games in the Premier League and mm. three draws. It's, it's incredible. 60 points after 23 games. It's different class. It's mad. Although they're gonna they might miss James Milner. Sent off by yeah. John Moss, who used to be his PE teacher this at is brilliant. school. I love that. Does he get detention <laughs> now as well? <laughs> no, I well I th- yeah. Suspension. He's it? definitely got a suspension, <laughs> yeah. He to, so he does, it's a suspension, but he has to spend it at John Moss's house pumping up football. Yeah, yeah. just writing, I will not kick Wilfred Zaha on a, yeah, on a blackboard. Again, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? He'd already got one and then he goes in like that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he, just, he think... just walked off as well. He yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. Do you think they were both badly, just badly mistimed? Because mm-hmm. they, they, the second one in particular kind of looked a little bit deliberate, but it's like, why on earth would you make that sort of decision? Milner doesn't seem the sort of player to I know. You know to go in like that, but they, it was very, two very clumsy challenges against a player who is extremely quick mm. and nimble. Uh, yeah, I, well, Liverpool got a little break now as well. Russia, yeah, well, Liverpool have got ten, break, ten day breakers. They're not in the FA Cup. Dubai is it next weekend? Who, well, who knows? Is it, it's Dubai, isn't it? Must it's be, be assumed it's guaranteed. Dubai. Hashtag my Dubai. Yeah, Mar- Marbella maybe. Hashtag visit Dubai. Yeah, uh, um, Liverpool aren't a Marbella. Not not this Liverpool. Team. No, they're yeah. not. They? They're not Leicester. Lamanga. I don't think they would be Dubai. I don't think Klopp would. What do you think he would be? I don't know. Trip to the Black Forest, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit of Black Forest ghetto. Imagine if Germans took, like it. Imagine if we took him over to Germany and they thought, oh, "Lovely little racks and break this." And who's there to meet him at the airport? Felix David McGatt. Wagner. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Felix McGatt. <laughs> I thought it was going to be holiday. There's only one thing worse than seeing Felix McGatt greet you in a new place. Felix McGatt standing in front of a mountain. <laughs> of cheese. <laughs> you know what's coming next. Yeah. yeah. Well, by the time they host Leicester on the 30th of January, Manchester City will have played three times. One of them will be against Burton Albion, so... Yeah, that's in the balance, isn't it? It is. <laughs> um, so there we are. Interesting. Stuff. We're talking to Man City. They obviously dispatched Huddersfield Town three 0 Easy peasy. Uh, Huddersfield Town. They're they're managerless now, and they're in big trouble. David Wagner left, of course, last week. A uh, shame. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, he'll go down in in uh, in in sort of history, I suppose you would say. Will, with yeah. Huddersfield, you got them in the Premier League. Huddersfield. Huddersfield, yeah. Huddersfield mm, indeed, would... Peter. Huddersfield it's, indeed. It's a um, it is a shame. It's a it's a sad situation for for David Wagner and for Huddersfield Town because I think that. Had he stuck it out and they got relegated, even if they got relegated badly, I don't think there's a chance to fired him. I think no. he just stayed in the job, mm-hmm. uh, and rightly so. But you, know, you earned the right to be in that job. Um, so it's only really because he he feels like he's had enough and he, he felt it was getting more and more difficult that, mm. that he decided to leave. And it was it, interesting to <laughs> see a ex-manager who's left of his own accord um, but still release a video message at the stadium for the team, which was supposed to happen before the game, but they had technical problems, so it couldn't. They ended up... Um, During the game? They did it at half, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. half time, yeah. Um, it's a bit weird because you feel like... I didn't actually see or hear the content of it, but, I mean, is that just you... I mean, you quit or are you just doing team talks by big screen yeah. now? Because yeah. You're one nil down. Phoning it in. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit I, Lion King, isn't it? Like, I mean, yeah. speaking from the clouds. <laughs> I will always be with you. <laughs> Come on, lads, let's do it for our manager who's yeah. not dead. Let's but do it for Mufasa. Yeah. <laughs> But now, but now they're going after the guy who's doing in the, the job. Oh, yeah, you're quite. Yeah, but they're doing, They're going after the guy who's 
doing the job that David Wagner was doing before he came to Huddersfield. Yeah, just <laughs> Rever- the... reserve team coach of Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, or anyone who looks like him. Yeah, presumably. <laughs> yeah. That was a fascinating situation. It was. Patrick Davidson. Was it Jake? Sky was, it Jake was it Jake Humphreys? No, I thought, who was Patrick it? Davidson. Sky oh, okay, Sports. Right. So, I mean, you tell the story, Mark. You, you probably know. Yeah, Patrick. I mean, I uh, used to work with Patrick. He's a, he's a good lad. That's not the story. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I just I, I know people. Pick okay. up that uh, name. He won't remember. Contacts. Me. It's just contacts. He contacts. won't remember me. I was just uh, a mere. Anyway, uh, it, it's not going to be Jake Humphreys. BT aren't going to send Jake Humphreys up in the crowd. Tell oh, the I damn story, Mark. It looks a bit like Jake Humphreys. See, you tell the story. This story. It's all about misidentifying people. I'm misidentifying that man as Jay Humphreys. So ironic. Mm. True enough, eh? We mm. could have a Pete Donaldson look at like managing Huddersfield because a lot could of be people. anyone. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He went in the crowd and the, he thought that he was the chap that they wanted to replace him. He just wasn't. It was Martin from Wakefield or something. <laughs> imagine, but imagine if they just got if the bloke had just had a bit a bit about him and went. Oh, oh yeah. I want my guy go my moment. Yeah. Yeah. Say it. yeah, it's me. Yeah, yeah, it's me. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, what, do, do they want me down there? I'll give a half time yeah, team. No. You want to interview me about the job? Yeah, no problem. I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. I wasn't expecting this accent. Well, yeah, English yeah. is good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but Manchester City, they reached 100 goals in all competitions this season during the game, of course. The first side in Europe's top five league to do so, which is which is pretty decent. Another optimistic stat for you. Since losing 2-1 to Leicester City on Boxing Day, Man City have won their last six matches in all competitions by an aggregate score of 27-2. Yeah. They mean business, don't they? <laughs> Over the blip. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. So they've well and truly got that behind them now. Do you mm. think that's? That, I mean, that's the worry for Liverpool, isn't it? Of course, Liverpool know they have to be, they have to well, reach perfection. Because Man City are a little bit, they're just machine-like, aren't they? Whereas they are. Liverpool are very emotionally led, and that might, you know, they might it could and also play a part later on. Man City uh, have a bigger squad. Yes, uh, and with with Aguero now back, you know, I mean, Jesus is going to be a bit miffed. He scored what seven goals in the last three or something yeah, like yeah. that. But well, you want that though, don't you? That's perfect. Of course you do. Yeah, I, it's it's going to be a fascinating next couple of months. I, I think so. And I think the table. I, I think so. And I think if we if we if we fast forward a couple of months and Liverpool are still four points ahead of Man City, so Man City are very much in touch. Mm-hmm. It then just becomes how much can you deal with that pressure because yeah. they're going to be breathing in there. They know what it takes to win the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Liverpool um, haven't won the league for a very long time, as we know. They're desperate to do it. I mean. The thing you chucked out there a second ago, Marcus, about Liverpool having a break and in that time Man City playing three games, that could be vital. Yep. Could be vital, as could injuries and stuff like that. Liverpool have got a little bit of a problem at fullback at the moment, haven't they? They've got hardly mm-hmm. anyone fit and now Milner's suspended. Mm-hmm. So it's going it's gonna, to it's gonna go on those fine margins, I think. It certainly is, yeah. And But, you know, Klopp has won big titles before, you know, obviously with Dortmund and they held off Bayern and so on. So he knows Yeah, Mourinho like. rated that, didn't he? Mourinho rated that. Um, yeah, that rumour about Mourinho. <laughs> well, going to Germany. There was, no, there was a talk, there was talk of... Um, well, there's talk he might go to Germany now. Is there? That wasn't what well, I was going to he, say. He's, um, he's, he's poo-pooed the league before, isn't he? So there was something happening where, and I forget the detail, but they were, un, they were announcing or, or mentioning the great Premier League managers and apparently Mourinho... Um, not, sorry, the great managers to manage in the Premier League. So yeah. managers who were there who were great have done great stuff. And Mourinho apparently took issue with Jurgen Klopp being included, saying that um, well, the only thing, the only league he's won is is a German league, and that's when Bayern Munich were terrible and it shouldn't mm. count and all this other stuff. He, apparently, he's got a real bee in his bonnet about Klopp. I, d- yeah. I do understand that if you're talking about the best managers that have ever operated in the Premier League. No, I think it's current. It's current. Oh, no. cu- well, yeah. Idiot. Well, I know yeah. that we're going to come on what? to the what? <laughs> Mourinho, what? Mourinho's being petty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know we are going to come on to the insufferable Bellend in a bit, but he did also say that um, that uh, he would love to be in a situation like Klopp at Liverpool or Guardiola at Man City in his next job. You know, somewhere he's got a bit of money to spend. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Incredible. Go China, so you just be left alone. Just Just go go away. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, before we go to an ad, let's have a bit of fun. Wolves four, Leicester three. Oh, God, what a game, what a game in the game, morning. Yeah. That's the stuff, isn't it? And what a contrast to the previous four three as well. Yeah. This, was, this was so much more fun, obviously, because it was a bit more topsy turvy in terms yeah. of the scoreline. But what there were so many sort of standout individual performances mm-hmm. from that, from that game. Like obviously, Damari Gray's goal was excellent. Yeah. Um, young, uh, young, what's his what's his face? Jota. Uh, no, not Hotter. Um, Harvey Barnes um, played very well for Leicester. So Hotter obviously got a hat-trick. It's not Ryan Hotter, Bennett. it's Jota. And the Jota. reason that's important is because there is a Hotter playing for Birmingham. Ah. Diogo Jota is Portuguese, Portuguese, plays for Wolves. Hotter is Spanish, plays for Birmingham. Very important distinction. Okay, I stand cor- <laughs> Normally I stand it's Jose Mourinho, not Jose Mourinho. Mm. Yeah, normally I wouldn't be so, but I would. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I would. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Ryan Bennett as well has been sort of quietly excellent for Wolves yes. this season. He seems to make a sort of important last-ditch tackle <laughs> in the box in every single game. And... Um, yeah, it was Neves as well. Like the, the pass. Oh, it was just it was delicious. Did okay. you enjoy big Wes Morgan powering in the oh, third? Yeah. No Rolling one was stopping that man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was in a weird situation where I watched match of the day not knowing what the scoreline was here. Oh. And I didn't know I mean I just did not see yes. Wes Morgan scoring in the eighty seven minute coming at all. I was like, oh, what, is that a goal? Yeah. Hell. He's it's amazing. Yeah. And um I really loved how much Demari Gray loved his goal. Yep. At 22, pumping his chest. Come on, everyone. Come on, yeah. get people going. Love it. It was brilliant. Mm. It was proper end-to-end stuff. And uh, Nuno Espirito Santo. Uh, he got carried away, didn't he? He, he got sent off uh, after running onto the pitch to celebrate with his players. And he was just like, yeah, I've broken the rules. Yeah, no, I deserve yeah. to be sent off. Which was nice. Yeah. <laughs> he just accepted it. And whereas some managers would go, well, I, you know, it's passion for the game and all that. And yeah. uh, it's ridiculous if I can't celebrate. He was yeah. just like, yeah. Pete, getting on the pitch and his trainers as well. Yeah. He deserves he deserves the credit. He should because you, you <laughs> know, slept. as we said with Klopp, if you can get yeah. into the centre circle in trainers mm. on deserve, that water pitch, you deserve pitch, to be there. Yeah, you deserve yeah. to play for fifteen minutes. You've earned the right. <laughs> you've earned the right. We uh, we spoke about that Klopp celebration at the time. Obviously, it's comparable. And mm. um, since that, I've seen um, seen some videos on YouTube of Klopp scoring and celebrating goals. And treat yourself. Was he running yeah. off the pitch? Oh, pretty much. Okay. Like he's pretty much like running to the moon. Like it's <laughs> it's phenomenal. Yeah. Is it, it's also. Um, it's also quite... I mean, is it ironic? I can't decide. Uh, Leicester fans annoyed about Claude Puel being boring. Well, that's a 4-3 for you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's I a 4-3 there. That is ironic, but yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, we, we'll it's, it's worthy the, of note, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. Claude Puel was very animated throughout the game, wasn't he? Yeah. He was gutted when the fourth went in and said his team were a bit naive, but there were chances of you getting sacked in the morning after Leicester went 2-0 down. Who from, though? From his own fans or from Wolves? No, no he, ch- he, was charming, he was charming it himself. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it was from Wolves fans and... He was he, he was very animated, more so than I've seen previous times. Perhaps Leicester fans or, or others will, will say I'm wrong, but I think he's aware of the situation. Leicester fans unhappy with his sort of pragmatic style. Uh, so their game management there was poor. It was yeah, well. That's what, what Puel said. Mm. I mean, yeah, when they've got possession of the ball into injury time and it's three all, and you think, okay, yeah. maybe we'll just kind away of, from home. Take a point. Wolves are a good team. Mm. They are a good side, but Wolves way they transitioned that over and and, oh, and broke the and, pass from Neves. It was Raúl Jiménez squared it to uh, to Jota, and uh, yeah, but you're right. The, the pass mm. it, was, it was a brilliant goal. Yeah, it really, really was worthy um, of winning a game like that. They've they've got a tough run in as well. They've got Liverpool, Man United, and Spurs next. And you, I mean, who's this? Will Leicester? Leicester. You well, they win then, probably, wouldn't they? You reckon? <laughs> <laughs> win all yeah, three of them. Actually, <laughs> um, I find it quite funny that I don't know how familiar you are with Leicester's website, but the homepage. <laughs> Not um, very at all, yeah, actually. No, the homepage yeah. features um, Claude Puel with his arms folded, looking absolutely furious in the dugout. It's like, <laughs> why is that the image that you choose to present <laughs> to the world? I like Welcome that. to my microsite. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, he's got a strange man, Puel. 
people yeah. find it hard to kind of get on with him and whatnot. Maybe there's a touch of the, the Ramon Domineshes about him. Is it? I don't um, know if he's that strange, is it? It's the website I, powered um... by GeoCities. <laughs> remember that, Pete? Yeah, GeoCities. I remember GeoCities. Pete Precursor to Wix. Is it? No, is that where it came from? No, no. no. no just okay. sends a precursor and you could create your own website. A little animated GIF. A little animated GIF spinning, for under construction. Spinning unicorn. <laughs> yeah. Custom uh, custom pointers if you fancy it with a little uh, little glitter trail over the back of it. The Space Jam website still up there? The Space Jam. Was that, it, yeah. a, was that, that a GSA? It looks like a GSA. It looks like it was, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, after the break, we will talk about Arsenal beating Chelsea. See you in a minute. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Stuart put me in the basket. Put me in the basket. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perhaps yeah, more on that later. Yeah. All right. Sounds like a science of the land. Some yeah. emails with PED. What the fuck? Jose Mourinho. Look at the basket. Oh, that was good. A new one. What the fuck? Jose Mourinho. Whoa, I didn't even know you were going to do yeah, that. There it is again. Yeah, I've ruined the second half of the show now, haven't I? But it with no, man, doesn't matter. Mind, We've rolled the punches, mate. Doesn't really matter, this does is, it? This is like 100 mile an hour, oh, pure radio. Hello to Amy. Hi. I hope you're having a lovely 2019 so far. My name is Amy Johnson, and I am the marketing manager for a dating website, DateBritishGuys.com. Now, now we're talking. Our we website go. has been around for 11 years, and we have over 40,000 members. To keep it short and sweet, we're interested in being on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what are you we doing? We up for that? No, what do you mean? There's four British guys, isn't there? Exactly. Yeah. But do, do we yeah, have two to of them? Amy's, yeah, we're married. Oh, we Amy's, Amy's interested. <laughs> is this in related that? to your trip to Istanbul? Is, or not? I was about to say, <laughs> why are you, you pimping yourself out? Essentially, I'm just saying that Amy's. Yeah, that's what he's doing. No, Amy no, wants no, to be a guest. He's been offered the opportunity to be pimped out. and he's taking it out. Sorry, Amy wants to be on the podcast to advertise a. Wonky little website. Is that DatingBritishGuys.com. <laughs> a wonky little website. Have you been where, is that what you've been wearing? A little website. I've been taking meetings. Is that uh, Darren, Darren in Glasgow, uh, the Cowan and Beef versus Rangers Scottish Cup tie. Yes. Marcus. 
It got postponed due to the corner flag being frozen. The blue Brazil. The blue Brazil. Apparently, the, blue the entirety, Brazil. the entirety of the pitch was fine apart from the corner flag. The blue it off. You don't want to slip. I on once the, near went the to Tynecastle to see Hearts beat the blue Brazil five-one mm. in, in a third-round Scottish Cup tie many years ago. Mm. It, was, it was glorious. The glorious. blue Brazil. Calvin Beath, come on. Yes. Yes. Come on. Come on. Do you remember that advert? There's an advert for like the Dang time. British guys. There was an advert. <laughs> Stop it. You like those British the, guys, huh? For the times a while ago, where the guy, it's like the guy who can't stop going to the football, and uh, he's, like, he's like a Kilmarnock fan or something. All right. Mm-hmm. And um, his wife's getting annoyed with him going, mm. and she's like, I'm, "I'm paraphrasing, but she's like, Look, what are you doing this weekend?'" And he just turns around and goes, "It's the big one. It's Coden Beath." Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always think. When they met on that, he's. Probably you did. Know, she probably met did. Him on that British dating thing. Probably did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andy Rockall. Hello, Andy. Um, Tottenham will beat Crystal Palace in the fourth round of the FA Cup, but will go out in the next one. This is because of the Whiteleaf curse. Have you heard of this? No. Nope. Whiteleaf were kicked out of this season's FA Cup after beating uh, Corinthian Casuals in a first qualifying round replay for fielding uh, an ineligible player. Right. Uh, Taiwo Odutoro. Uh, was banned, but he's re-registered under a false name. Uh, hopefully it'll be easier to uh, read out by me. Uh, unbeknownst to Whiteleaf. Corinthian casuals were reinstated, but went out to St Albans, who went out to Taunton, who went out to Billericay, who went out to Chesterfield, who went out to Grimsby, who went out to Crystal Palace. It's been passed on every time. It's been passed on every time. Mm. They've gone out every single time. So... Uh, Tottenham will beat Crystal Palace in the fourth round of the FA Cup, says Andy. Uh, well, we'll see how that well, one pans out. Case, I hope Portsmouth beat QPR, then get Spurs. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, I don't, because we'll go no. Damn, no, like, I don't want that. <laughs> Just don't <laughs> go anywhere near it. So, no. pa- so Spurs will beat Palace, and then Spurs will go out in the next round? Yeah, yeah. So whoever loses to the, whoever beats them, and then they'll go out. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, right. Of course, oh. it never ends. Works yeah. for me. Short the, ra- <laughs> short the football <laughs> ramble.com if you want to get involved. <laughs> did, you read this, did you read this thing... Um, Last week, um, there's a couple of teams who possibly are going to be kicked out of their division, sort of National League South type level, mm. because in 2014, the FA issued a directive saying dressing rooms have to be a certain size. Mm. And a couple of teams, the deadline's now coming up, and a couple of teams have said, well, we can't get our dressing rooms to that size. Mm. It's, no, it's not It's not logistically possible. The walls don't move. Yeah. but yeah. They, they, I think the FA gave them, they offered them 75% of the total money it would cost to refurbish them. Yeah. And the, the clubs have just done nothing about it. So now a whole load of clubs might go out of their divisions because of that. Well, that seems why, like why a very strange, strange directive. No, it's mad, right? Absolutely mad. I couldn't tell you. Aylesbury's one of them. There's another couple of teams as well. Is it like a, I mean, I presume it's not health and safety director because that would be a difficult, that would be a goal. It's issue, something to do it? with the amount of people you're allowed in the room, in the room like for like f- commercial f- purpose or something uh, like that. Yeah. But if, if you're listening, show at thefootballramble.com and you know about it, let us know. Could, you, have, could you not have like a silo um, organisation and have like tele-networking between the manager's team talk could do, he could do it from a separate room with a few players and then kind of like yeah. beam it into another room for the rest of the players. That would be the easy solution. Yeah. Just move them out of the room. Yeah. Just come. Just let them let Do them it leave. on the patch. Or, or oh. maybe a certain amount of players don't change. They just have to sort of play in, play in whatever <laughs> just don't they have turn the subs up in. So you're, just, yeah. you're changing the, in the dugout by the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer my footballers to be read organically. <laughs> free range. Yeah. Free, free range, free range footballers. footballers. That's yeah. what it is. We don't want battery It's important these days. Yeah. Crying out loud. Yeah. Gordon Bennett. Anyway, let's move on to Arsenal versus Chelsea. With No. All right. <laughs> okay, then fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Apologies. Change the tune, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Careful Apolo- what you wish for, Daunton. Apology accepted. What a climb down. All right, let's do another five minutes in Andrew Townsend then. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal properly contention for top four. Oh. How about that, Emery? They knew Chelsea 
He knew Chelsea were there for the taking. Mm. And As Arsenal, did Luke Moore. And Arsenal took Told them. You. Arsenal took them. They mm. played with intensity, Jim, and that was pleasing certainly, for you. Certainly did. Um, I love the combination of goals as well. A stab from Lacazette and a shrug from Koscielny. Mm. Yeah. A stab and a shrug. I ah. love to see that. It's one of the most... Biz- I can't remember ever seeing a centre-back volley across to another centre-back who shoulders it in the net. Mm. Mm. I mean, yeah, it must have happened, but I can't yeah, remember. It, I'm so impressed with Lauren Koscielny. What a difference he makes to Arsenal when he's when he's you know fit and and he's got a run of games under his belt. He was phenomenal. He was he made interceptions all over the place, and he's one of those players. He makes the players around him better because it's a calm, calm you know head. That, a senior that's member a, of the squad, absolutely, and he's and got he's that showed authority. that experience looks every like, moment of it. Looks like a chicken. He does look like a chicken and a little bit like a dinosaur, which, which is why they, you know, yeah. Well, they made sure the change room is bigger. Yeah, yeah exactly. Otherwise, you might have flashback. But I mean, I don't want to take anything away. I, I largely agree with what you said there. I don't want to take anything away from from them. But Chelsea, are Chelsea very were rubbish. Easy to play against. Just but so you've, got, but you've still got to take them. Of course, you have, yeah. Yeah. And the difference was Arsenal. Yeah. The previous seasons would have drawn that game. Yeah, and also, I mean, Pedro came very, very close to scoring and also Marcus Alonso hit the post. So I think uh, Chelsea had a bit of an unlucky day as well, I think it has to be said. They were oh, very... got good players and they're going to create they do, the odd yeah. moment. But it felt like things just weren't going for them. And Arsenal, defensively in the second half, I actually enjoyed that more because mm. they, they defended well and they didn't look like conceded and they were very, very good at just getting players around the ball. That's which right. is, you know, a very, very simple thing if you're going to defend that way and they did I, it well. I, 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 yeah, I think uh, Chelsea... Not in big trouble because that's an overstatement. But they've got a situation there now. They've got they've got a load of problems to solve. They've brought a manager in who creates more problems than he than he, than he solved solves because they've they've got this weird situation where Jorginho's taken a little bit of flack recently, mm. particularly after this game. And people need I I feel like, and obviously you guys might disagree, but I feel like Jorginho's a type of player who's only as good as the other players around him because his job is to set the tempo and give the mm. ball to those players. Cycle, yeah. It's like saying, oh, Georgina's rubbish. It's like saying, well, Busquets wouldn't be as good without Xavi and Iniesta. Well, of course he wouldn't because yeah. that, that's, he, he's, he, for, he's supplying he? the bullets, right? He's giving yeah. them the bullets and they fire them. You've got Kante playing on one side of him who um, who's playing massively out of position and you've got Kovacic on the other side who's done nothing. Mm. He's, he's been so disappointing and then, of course, I know sometimes they bring Barkley in and he looks probably a little bit more likely and then coupled with that, They've got Eden Hazard, who on his day is unquestionably the best player in the league, playing a completely ridiculous role for his skill set. So when they have options on the bench, exactly. That are, so that they're are so better suited. They're so dogmatic to their system. Sorry, Sorry's plays a certain. He's never going to change it. We know that he's never going to change it. So I saw Jonathan Wilson as well say over the weekend that um, is David Luiz better in a two than he is in a three. Well, he's not, is he? He's a brilliant defender. For a, for a three at the back situation because he gets a lot more time he gets a lot more freedom to play these passes he can sweep up he can get pick up the ball in deep areas he's got hardly any time to do that at the moment because he's playing in the two so all the stuff all the players they've got mm. don't fit into how the manager wants to play so what they've got to do is get rid of the manager which is preposterous even for mm. Chelsea at this stage or sign about five new players and get rid of about three old ones. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Well, three I mean, valuable the, ones the as well. The Higuain situation is a, is an indication of what option they're going for there, isn't it? <laughs> they're just trying to sort of make it into a, into a Sarri team. And he's, and I don't think enough's been made of how lucky Sarri's been that you've got N'Golo Conte, the type of character he is. Because mm. if N'Golo Conte was a mouthy guy mm. and, and... If he was Paul Pogba, let's say. Yeah. I mean, you think he would have just got on with it? He would. He's getting mm. on with it. He's doing an admirable job, but he knows it's not his, his best position. Mm. They've, got, I, they've got all sorts of problems there. Yeah, I you, really have. Yeah. What do you think of the comments that Sari made about the the mental approach from his players and said they weren't motivated and yeah. said going into this game, this feeling was similar to the one that they had against Tottenham when they were soundly beaten at Wembley. He's beginning to start beginning to to dig his team out or his yeah. players out, which is much has been made of this, of course, over the weekend. 
it, it is interesting to see what how that will go. I mean, he, he if the players aren't motivated, surely that's part of his job. But I yeah. also thought as well, if you're worried about players uh, and their motivation, he's picking largely the same side. Mm. Why not go for, say, a hungry young player who you know has got talent, who maybe you want to stay, but of course wants yeah. to leave, you know, because he's not getting game time on the yeah. Why don't you flipping well start Hudson Adoy? Mm. You know what I think? I just, I, I, just I, I find it if he doesn't start the next game, I think to myself, well, you've got rocks in your head. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I also think if you're going to play someone in the false nine, just put Pedro in there. Mm. Pedro's a good finisher. I, Chelsea fans said to me the other day, Pedro's the best finisher at the club. Yeah, he's play, play him at false nine. Play Hazard you, in his right you position. You want Hazard in his right position, getting the ball and mm. turning. You don't want Hazard um, with, with playing in that position where he's going to have a defender or two like properly on him. Like back to goal, he's just yeah. not like exactly. having scare Mad. players run at them. Yeah, yeah, totally. You want him picking up the ball deep and going. You don't want him. You want him sort of ghosting between the lines and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And then also, players don't run beyond him either, so it doesn't really work anyway. But on on that Sarri thing, remember when Antonio Conte was really critical of his own players in 16, 17? Mm -hmm. And it was the game, it was an Arsenal game as well, wasn't it? Because Mm -hmm. after that, was it a half-time? Was it after that game? He changed the three at the back and they went on to win the league. That's right, yeah. Yeah, Sarri isn't going to change to a back three. He's going to stick... What they've done with hiring Sarri, and Sarri's already said this himself, They've, they're committed to playing exactly this type of football until the end of next season. Mm. Well, they have, haven't they? Because mm. they, they, they've agreed that Sarri Ball, in quotes, takes a while to get going. They've agreed that he's always going to stick with this formation. He's always played this formation, as far as I know. He played it every single game last season at Napoli. Um, yet, what I mean, is it is it sustainable? Is that viable? Is, are they going to happy? Are they going to be happy coming sixth? Because it mm. looks like at the moment they're going to come sixth. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a funny one because. His teams play good football, and, and that's what fans want. That's obviously what the owner of Chelsea. They wants. play good football up until about twenty yards from goal. Sure, but at the start of the season, it was perhaps more through luck than judgment and the quality they had. I, I, I just sort of think to myself, like, they need to. I don't know. He'll be. I would. I would suspect he'd be there until the end of the season. If you, you've then got to back him, if you believe in Surrey, you've then got to back him and bring in the players that he wants. Well, because yeah, the current think... side at the moment is not responding to what he's doing. Mm, the rumours about Iguain suggest that they are going to do that, and that yeah. could make a big difference. Mm-hmm. He's having his worst season of his career. Yeah, well, that's that's a... does it, But he's still but got goals in him, under though. Sarri. Would would you know potentially? He's play, think, at his best season under it. under Sarri. Yeah, but he's 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 in a terrible state. I mean, James was saying on the constant that he's ne- he's not recovered from that penalty miss. In that game, I know, and, but... and, and he, he just looks like a shadow of his former self. And to bring him into the Premier League halfway through the season at this stage in his career, I'm sorry, I know he's a talented player. That's a gamble. He's got to go down as a gamble in January. Yeah, you know, it's, it's for me that's a gamble. Well, they need to gamble, don't they? They need to mix it up because it's not happening at the moment. Mm. So, what do you think about them not starting Giroud? I think Morata, I can sort of understand that. He's, well, he we, seems we, to be cursed by the same. Well, we just thing talked that about Fernando that haven't we? With, with Hazard, we shouldn't be playing there. So therefore, you go for Giroud. So that's uh, I think if you want to general... hold up, man, he's he's definitely one of the best. He yeah, wouldn't play. I mean, he wouldn't play. He wouldn't play Milik at Napoli when he needed to. He's, 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 he's like he's got an idea in his mind of the players he wants, and he, that's that's the players he likes to work with. It's a shame because we don't want to be too scathing of, of Sari in general. We're talking more of this specific situation. We saw Napoli play. Um, they, they were great. Uh, was it last season? Last yes, season, yeah, it was. it was last season. You know, and so on. And and sorry, he's a good manager and so on. But this is uh, him dogmatically sticking to to something. But I, I do I, absolutely. But I do think there's a difference between running Juventus really close and getting a lot of credit for it, and 
fighting it out in a top six in the Premier League, which is really, really vicious and hard to, mm. to succeed in. Very true. Very true. Can we uh, touch on uh, Bellerin's... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, leg. poor Bellerin, Awful. yeah. What a horrible video. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Awful. I don't like anything yeah. muscular or anything going So the twang. video is, uh, is lateral ligament snapping. Yeah. If, if reports are to be believed, he might be out for and a very long time. And his calf doing yeah. a little jiggle. It's horrible. He's, yeah, he's, he made such an impact coming back as well. And he's such a likable player, Bellerin. He's High of, fashion you know, Hector. Absolutely. Mm, he's, he's, he's just such a good character. Good and it's, it's, and he's, you know, he's been out for a while anyway. And it's, it's such a blow to Arsenal and obviously to him as well. So yeah, very much get so. well soon, Hector. Very much so. Southampton beat Everton. Another win for Hassan Hootel and Southampton. Mm-hmm. Or Ralph Hampton as the sign says near the ground. <laughs> um, Big Ralph said it was the best performance he'd seen from his team since King being Ralph. at Southampton. He's won four out of eight matches since taking over from Mark Hughesy. But yeah, I think only managed three. I think that's a fair three or something. Comment as well. <laughs> so it's a fair assessment as well because they look like yeah. the Southampton of old. They they dictated the that Southampton game. of old. Yeah, Which I mean the Southampton of a few seasons ago. Two or three Harry Redknapp Southampton. No. They came, they came like, whatever. They came like sixth or seventh one season. Yeah. I know Thank what you're you, saying, Jim. Yeah. Oh, Luke's didn't think we me ban you out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, imagine. But yeah, um, <laughs> they set the tempo, and that was a problem for for Southampton for a long time. Was they oh. didn't seem to have any ideas. And, and um, you're right. He's got them. Go- and this is this is proof that they have some decent players in there. You get a coach who motivates, who who drills into them. Oi, you're better than this. Get on with it. And, and also makes them harder to beat. Yes, which is what Ranieri is desperately trying to do at yeah. Fulham, of course. Uh, but but that's what he's doing. Now, they have Palace at home, Burnley away and Cardiff at home next. This is, They are in a good position. They really are. They could really put a, some distance between themselves and, and the relegation zone. What did you make of Everton's performance? Very poor. Mm. Again, um, I mean... They deserve two wins investment. In, well, the thing is... Two wins in 10 league games. I find it really curious, the coverage of like Marco Silva compared to the coverage of someone like Eddie Howe. Right, they're exactly the same age. Mm-hmm. Right, I, think, I think Marco Silva's four months older than Eddie Howe. And right? similar position in the league. Yeah, and, t- and people talk about how promising a coach Eddie Howe is all the time. I mean, Eddie Howe, I, I've got nothing against Eddie Howe, but he can literally take Bournemouth to eight defeats in a row and no one will say anything. No one, everyone, but he's done really well to get there, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Now, because Marco Silva, even though he's at the same stage of his coaching career, because that's very pretty similar profiles, you know, difficult playing careers and all the rest of it, because he's at a slightly bigger club and they spent a lot of money before he was there. They're a lot bigger than Bournemouth. They are, but, but they spent a lot of money before he was there and they had problems with Ronald Koeman and then all the rest of it. It's not, it's not Marco Silva's fault. I've been critical of Marco Silva because I think he, 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 he thinks he's managing a bigger club than he is. Mm-hmm. That's not a disrespectful thing to say to Everton. He, he doesn't change his tactics when he's playing against someone good. He's not humble enough. But he's still in the in the bracket of promising coach. Yeah, it just seems every time I lose a game, he gets battered. Absolutely battered. Well, do you think... and, and I think, I'll tell you what I think. All right. I think it's because Big Sam Allardyce has got so many friends in the media that they want to they be biased against someone like Silva who's come along because Allardyce has been, in his own mind, sort of debased and, and, and criticised for being a certain type of manager. I mean, he should be doing better at Everton, though. Well, that, well, that, so, so, are, are I mean, Everton, both of those things can be true. So do you but think, how long has he been there? Do you, you think Everton... Are currently under or overperforming, or or where they should. I would be. say under. And Bournemouth. Um, well, I would say Bournemouth are about where you'd expect, given the level that Howe has taken them to in the context of Bournemouth in the Premier League. I think they're about where they should be. So okay, so that's you know I understand your point, but that's obviously speculation about. Uh, uh, I just think I just think Silva. He fine. Everton is sat in eleventh at the moment. Realistically, they should be looking for seventh this season, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But he's not been there long. Give him a chance. Mm. I mean, it's been an absolute disarray I, I, that club. They, the last they, they've of definitely years. been let down by players like I don't know, Torsen. How was it? 27, 28 million he came in mm-hmm. for, and it's just like I do think that they are being let down by their some very, very yeah. well um, decent players and underperforming. Massively. I mean, yeah, should I th- they be putting Tosin or Calvert Lewin up front instead of Richarlison? <laughs> I mean, Richarlison 
it'll be terrible this season. He's got a few goals. But he's, he's fallen I, away, though, isn't he's he? Fallen he's fallen away a bit. Well. And, and often, I think sometimes he's better coming off one of the flanks, actually. Mm. Whereas if you have a proper striker up there like Tosin. I know Calvert-Lewin has played on one of the flanks as well. You could argue that as well. I, you said earlier there, Luke, about Silva maybe not switching up his tactics a bit. We're expecting Everton with the players they have and the manager they have because certainly on this show we we think he's got real potential despite what uh, others may say and I'm sure others do think that as well. I'm expecting Everton to click at some point and it's mm. just not really happening. Well, it seems to happen and then it unclicks. I think they've yeah. got to play Richardson in his best position, whatever that is. Uh, he's got nine Premier League goals this season. I mean, it's a decent return. If he, mm. if he ends up with, you know, double that because of how many games there are left or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's a great return. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, whatever his best position is, I think is, I, I agree with you, Mark, is probably open to debate. But they have to kind of get the best out of him for sure. But I think Silver just needs a bit of time, that's all. Yeah, absolutely. All right then, ladies and gentlemen, after the break, we're going to go to the Championship, League 2 and the WhatsApp Group. See you in a minute. Put him in the basket. Do it. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. The preview show, sponsored by Bet365, will be out on Thursday. Oh, it promises to be a cracker. We need a new better, as Chelsea did not score a penalty against Arsenal. No. You guys need to step up, listeners. It was <laughs> it was a nice bet. It was a nice interesting bet. I, I thought, thought it was a good bet. I might yeah. put Donny in the chair. Yeah. I'd have Get gone for Liverpool to win 4-3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obvious, isn't it? With yeah. a red step card. Step it up. Yeah. <laughs> so Colin Moore on the last minute. Show at the <laughs> with the best bet in the title to have your selection considered. Or I might give it to Donny. Who mm-hmm. knows? Championship time. Stoke beat Leeds 2-1. Nathan Jones said he changed up his formation and tactics as he knew Bielsa had studied the ways teams are usually set up. Yeah. Is, that, is that not a mind game on a mind game? It's yeah. like, ah, I've made you jump. Uh-huh. On the, yeah, on, on the other hand, he definitely doesn't know the tactics we, we're going to employ. Because uh, yeah, neither um, do I. Unfortunately, we're not used to them either. So <laughs> it, seems, it seems to have worked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the first time, even of late, that Leeds have lost, of course. Uh, but uh, but, there we are. but talking of uh, Spygate, 11 championship clubs have written to the Football League demanding an extensive inquiry into Beals' spying. I mean, it won't be as extensive oh. as what Beals gave them, surely. Yeah, grasses. Um, yeah. Gra- imagine I, being yeah. in such a grass. I wonder what Norwich City, who are going for uh, automatic promotion yeah. as well as Leeds, have one of the loudest calling for this. Uh, Leeds have not broken any laws. But the clubs are suggesting that Leeds should fall foul of the improper conduct rule. Just, yeah, I don't just, like that. Just get Delia into the forest behind the uh, training ground. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find whoever it is. Trying to find the ball. SB um, Avenue! <laughs> uh, for me, it feels like imp- improper conduct is a handy catch-all term for when the FA want to get something they don't like. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's there. There's nothing in the law, is there, to say that you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, well, no, that he couldn't do that. Sorry, whether he should have done it or not is depending on your own moral compass, I mm. suppose. But it just seems a little bit cheeky to be, oh yeah, well, because you know for a fact that it's a huge grey area, right? So if if someone offers you information, you know what football's like. Pete, Pete sort of touched on it a week or two ago. Players are always visiting. Ex players are visiting here. That contact everyone knows everyone in football. And if someone happens to have been at the Leeds training ground last week and knows that his mate is now managing so and so, planning the week after. Why wouldn't he give him information? Mm. I mean, is that improper conduct? I mean, mm. what, what, are away dressing rooms checked for bugs regularly? What are they swept for <laughs> bugs? Are they big enough? Listen, do you know what I would do if I was if I was the FA? <laughs> They're not big enough in some cases. What I'll do if I was the FA, I would send a trench coat 
to every single championship club. Who would you put in yeah. the trench coat? They can choose. Up to them, yeah. Yeah. What about um, Iron Desayu? That's your designated spy. Yes. Do what yes. you want. Desayu is a detective now, as you've rightly pointed Hire him. Out. Hire him. Excellent. Get him in there. Yeah, Did you hear the story about Trevor Sinclair over the weekend? No. So, um, is so he okay? He's fine. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Trevor that. Sinclair at one point, um, uh, when he was, I believe, Man City, they were mm-hmm. playing, uh, I think, Leicester, and he came up to his manager on the, on the team bus and said, here you go, boss. Here's the uh, the opposition's lineup. We've got a mole in the dressing room, and the manager said, "Oh, Trevor, that's great. And does that mean that um, you had to give them our lineup?" He's like, "Yes, boss, I did." <laughs> uh, any, uh, any, any guesses as to who the boss was? Harry. That was Keegan. It was Kevin. Keegan. Keegan. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Getting mugged off. I thought. I thought what you were going to say was actually that uh, he, he's the lineup, and he went, "Oh." I didn't realise he's playing him then. That means you're dropped because we need to kind of cover it. <laughs> he mugged himself up. Oh, dear. I would like to see Bielsa in a um, kind of John McLean kind of situation hiding in the air ducts uh-huh. in Leeds United I would and love checking that. out the away yeah. dressing room. I couldn't agree more. I would absolutely love that. All greased up. Yeah. Sat oh. on a little bucket. <laughs> yeah, spying through the grill. That's right. In his tracksuit. Um, what about Derby County? They they won again on the weekend. Ashley Cole has signed for them yeah, till the end of the, the season. Getting the band back together. Yeah, teaming up with uh, Frankie Lampard again. They're sixth. Are going for promotion. I was surprised actually that Cole went there. A fair play to him for doing that. By the way, obviously an incredible player. But you know, living in California, he's late thirties. Was he thirty eight? I think. I think so. I thought to myself, why would you do that? But I, then it shows I, I, he's up for the challenge. I've never been to Derby or LA. I've been to so, both. Right, which is which is better? Uh, what, what do you? On what are you rating? I that? just, I just, I've, I've opportunities got no dog to break in, in Hollywood. I've never been, so I just, what, what do you think? No, I mean, there's probably more employment opportunities in, yeah. in Los Angeles, as Pete said, with Hollywood, Derby, and, Muscle Beach. It's, 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 it's middling at best. I think it, it is true. You, I, I would say that uh, you get better fish and chips in Derby, though. Right. Well, so okay. maybe he likes the old. And that is important. It's important yeah. to me anyway. <laughs> it's certainly for a footballer who's yeah. looking after himself. Ashley Cole's looked after himself. I think I, I'm really fascinated about this because he's 30. He's not 34, a, 35. Yeah. I think it's a great move. You know why? Because They've got uh, Jaden Bogle at right back. Derby's uh-huh. 18. Some young lads, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. And um, and they would have looked up to Cole. 100%. Yeah. So he, uh, how much can he learn? I know he's mm. right back and Ashley Cole's Look at the back. stuff you can get away with if you're a successful <laughs> footballer. I mean, That's I mean, not he, what I mean. <laughs> he is 18. Will he get an air rifle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just James sure, boy, get up like, that line. Make sure you've got all the permits you need for your firearms. <laughs> Hello, I'm England's most capped fullback. Now dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So uh, yeah. Imagine him introducing himself as that. <laughs> Hello. We look forward to it. I'm England's most kept fullback. We look forward. How do you reckon Sol Campbell introduced himself? Why? Wow. Hey, wow. You mentioned hey, Big Sol. Steady. Well, let's go straight to League Two then. All right. The Sol Campbell alarm's been sound. Macclesfield two. Oldham one. Another big win for Big Sol. Yeah. Introduced himself with an upturn in form. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Sol soldiers soldier on. They're one point off uh, safety. One point. Nice. Instant impact from the big man. Mm. Oh, I'd love it. Absolutely love it. Speaking Are of... Are they getting uh, a, a header disallowed in every game? I, yeah. I hope not, Jim. No, that would be sad. <laughs> I hope not. Um, what about Oldham themselves? Paul Scholes is in talks with Oldham to be their new manager. League, At the time of recording, it is just talks. League Two has been amazing this weekend. I'll tell you why. <laughs> yeah. Those two things you mentioned there, but also because big Mike Dean, ah. he refereed Lincoln v Grimsby at the weekend. I, do you know I didn't know that? Because it was he a did, big yeah. derby game. Yeah. It, it was busy as well. Did he send someone off, I think? It was, he, he had quite a lot to do. He, he's brandishing Of course he did. Cla- I love the, the Dino. A... Yeah, Grimsby had a man sent off, I think. Yeah. I think it won 1-0. I have this recurring dream that I'm in a haunted house. <laughs> and um, I had it at the weekend, and I was with Liz Lemon and Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock, and I've just realised Mike Dean was there as well. Ah, right, did, yeah. all the, did all the, the all the nasty ghouls and whatnot turn up? No, and then just Dean focused on him. It was Dean, great. Dino turned out, went off your pop. 
Yeah. Um, that was <laughs> Lincoln also um, won the up in, in, in a big rivalry game. Yeah, top and, of the league, Lincoln. Yeah, Grimsby had a man sent off, of course. Won the up, eight, nine minutes to go. Bring on Big Matt Reed to close out the game. <laughs> well, hey, li- plug a gap. Take the ball to the channel. Yeah. yeah. Down to the corner flag. They literally yeah. cannot get yeah. around you. <laughs> I literally fill well, the goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Leo emailed in saying that uh, we were treated to eight yellow cards, one inside two minutes from uh, Mike Dean. A goalkeeper sent off, a penalty appealed, uh, appeal waved away in flamboyant fashion, and many, many two arm advantage See, extensions. That's a, great. A, a, I love a that. Plethora of Deanisms. But I love that because my favourite part of that email information about what Mike Dean's done there mm. is you often hear. Particularly What's Dean he's done? Particularly back in the 90s or whatever, or the 80s or whatever, back in the day, mm. let them know you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Dean's yeah. let them know they're there with, yeah. a, with a second minute yellow. That's right. I'm here now. <laughs> you're, you're dealing with the top of the tree referee here. <laughs> the I mean, Lord Mayor's show is here. Imagine yeah. running up to a, a coming together. <laughs> On my, on my watch <laughs> yeah. imagine as well yeah. the further down the leagues he goes the more he has to sort of up the showbiz so yeah. he'll be doing sort yeah. of like you know do you remember he, he celebrated when he allowed that advantage yeah. he led to yeah. a goal once like he'll be doing a sort of Dennis Adoy style flip yeah oh that'd be brilliant he's got at some point my, my only um, thing for Mike Dean left to do I hope he manages to do this before he finishes his career is to um, trump the great Mike Riley red card remember mm. that I told you about Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come <laughs> here. Off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Mike yeah. Karate pulls someone all the way over to the other side from the tunnel. Yeah. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Red. And they knew it was a red. Yeah, and they all... wanted to, yeah, he to wanted stamp to, his authority. Yeah, let him know that's, that's what's happening. Absolutely. Yeah, Mike Deeney, do a bit of that. Damn right. Where's Klatz? I miss Klatz. Klatz, yeah. I think Deeney's picking up, picking up the um, slack a little. The Klatz, Klatz, the Klatz, Klatz slack. is stacking sky-high papes in the middle <laughs> of the <laughs> <what he's doing. laughs> Making yeah. mad paper out there. Yeah, he is stacking paper. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's open the WhatsApp group. What's up, group? You got a little jingle for that, Pete? What's up? For God's sake! Welcome, everybody. Welcome. As we said at the start of the open show. Open the dusty door. It's now time to talk about Jose Mourinho. He's been hanging out with Keys and Gray and Qatar. Make what you will of that, and I'm um, sure you will. I'm fairly oh, certain. Gallery. I'm fairly certain that Keys and Gray were so happy to have Mourinho on a show. Mm-hmm. The weekend, biggest they, show on the planet. They didn't go back to the live football <laughs> for fifteen minutes, <laughs> so they could carry on listening to him talk. And I think they just played it in the background. Incredible. I mean, Keys was on Twitter recently saying a lot of things, but uh, your Keys for sports, yeah, he was slagging off Mourinho, saying hey, he should go and all the rest of it. And then he turns up, oh, they're flipping, yeah, they're, best pals, they're, they're, almost they're like he's a disgusting sycophant. Exactly, um, it yeah, was they... extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> didn't they um, wasn't there a little bit of a mistake as well where he didn't release he was on camera and he swore at like an AP yeah one of the most embarrassing instances of him being caught on tape without realising <laughs> yeah. in his career you'd think he'd learn yeah. not, do you know what Jim I'm not bothered about the picture quite frankly I just want to get on with it come on come, let's fucking get on with it no, it's terrible. Right. stop effing around it's not even in his <laughs> top five is it no it's not um, well on uh, their show and it is their show uh, Josie Mourinho admitted the story of him being sneaked into Stamford Bridge while serving a touchline ban for a Champions League knockout match against Bayern in 2005, in 2005 was true now we knew the rumours about this this was fairly uh, well known that Mourinho was uh, in, in a, uh, a laundry basket and smuggled out and so on but he admitted it yeah. this actually happened Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank Jimmy Floyd that's where Mourinho was, was good see and this, yes. is, this is why I find this interesting I think this is a desperate move it's like the Simpsons in the last few years revealed yeah. where Springfield is supposed to be it's like never don't do no. that never do that I don't this is me. one of those it is you're absolutely right Jim um, just is this turning you... up outside your ex-girlfriend's or ex-boyfriend's house talking about the good times trying mm. to make her convince get a blaster of your head yeah yeah. yeah. Does yeah, he make you laugh? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Well, the ban meant that he couldn't enter the changing room for both legs of that particular tie against Bayern. Uh, he wanted to give the team talk before the match and at half time because at the time, Mourinho 
he was the special one. You know, he he certainly had got his team going and, and it was obviously seen as very crucial against the big side. And of course, Chelsea did progress from that tie, if I remember correctly. Um, he said he arrived about seven hours before the kickoff and waited in the changing room. He said, because no one was around, it was pretty easy to, to get in at that time. Um, during the game, UEFA and many others, ourselves included, became a bit suspicious because one of his coaches, whose name I forget, kept sort of, he had a, uh, a beanie on and he kept, yeah. uh, he kept sort of putting his uh, Is it Rui Farrier, wasn't it? Could have been, could yeah. have been, yeah. So there was a Suggesting that he had an earpiece, and another coach went to the changing room a few times, or certainly went, you know, out into the into, back into the stand or the ground, uh, and came out, you know, piece of paper, and, and every time he did it, like a substitution, and that were made, mm. you know. So it was again very, very suspicious. So well, Ocean's Eleven, a little bit Ocean's Eleven, because it's a touchline band, so you'd be like back. Surely you have to still present yourself. You have to be in the stadium, mm. sort of sitting there going, this is where I am, guys. Well, that's, he said he wouldn't. So it was. Right. Sorry, so I should have said it was a touchline ban, not a stadium ban. But of right. course, that meant he's not allowed near the dressing room. Yeah. He's basically not allowed to contact, but you can watch the game. But he right. said before the game, no, I'm not even going to be anywhere near it. I'm going to be watching at home. Uh, I'm going to be... So he well, said in, all in that. In the hotel. In the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> the hotel? They should have put a sort of electronic tag on his leg just so yeah. they knew where he was. Well, Maybe they, they might, will in future. Might do that in future. Like one of those things around his neck on Total Recall that if he goes there, it blows up. Blows yeah. up his head. Be, harsh, um, be harsh, that. Uh, well, they needed to Two get... Two weeks, Bant. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> they needed to get Mourinho out because uh, UEFA officials started snooping around. So the kit man put him in the kit trolley with all the kits on top of him, closed the lid when, uh, when, the, when, when they were coming over and Mourinho said that he didn't have much air to breathe and he said he nearly died. Which I don't um, believe yeah, it was that, uh, that, that death-defying. Can I read to But it's you... nice to know that that story is actually true. And as yeah. you said, Luke, yeah. that was when Mourinho was good. Will he, will he get a ban for that? You know, how mm. That would be Zidane, so good if he Zidane did. Zidane is still technically banned, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. so Zidane headbutted someone on the pitch. Like. Yeah. But I mean, but you know, surely that is, that's terrible conduct. No, but Zidane's still banned because he, he quit being a footballer. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Mourinho's yeah, yeah, going yeah, yeah, on about, I'm getting a lot of jobs. But this is what I mean. Yeah, he's admitting something he did wrong. So yeah. I think he should. I think he should be banned. I agree. But they shouldn't ban him until until he says, oh, I'm unveiled as the new Bayern boss or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, with that, Jose, yeah. you think you can outflank us? Yeah. yeah. House always wins, big boy. Two-season ban. <laughs> <laughs> Have you signed that? Has the ink dried? Yeah. Oh, that's a Two shame. Two-season ban. Yeah. No pay. Um, <laughs> can I... Just before we finish up, read you the title of Richard Key's most recent blog entry. <laughs> yes, here we go. I love it. I tell you a story like that. Yeah. all this a bit. I enjoyed you, it. You focus on Keyzy. Yeah. I, I was crying for his Twitter the whole time. <laughs> there's a, so this is Richard Key's blog. That's yeah, what key, I like about this. I mean, your key to sports. Yeah. There's, a, there's a scene. There's a scene in the office where Ryan the Temp sets up a blog for. Um, oh, who's that guy? Who's like a, he's kind of like a, a miscreant. Um, oh, in the office in the US, Creed. Creed, my favourite character on the US office is called Creed. It's so and, good you can't remember his name. I know. And uh, <laughs> and he basically sets up a blog for Creed and he he basically just sets up a Word document and he thinks it's online. And he says, even for the, in the internet, it's a bit extreme. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit extreme. No, Keys is actually is online. It right. is online. Okay. Um, and his most recent blog post is called Qatar, the mighty atom that dared to dream. <laughs> <laughs> that man is fucking toilet, isn't yeah. he? Is. It's a very, Jesus. very low quality. It is individual. extraordinary. People. He is one of the worst men. Yeah. yeah. And men have done some bad things. Yeah. Oh, dear. Not as bad as that. And men should split the atom again, shouldn't they? Yeah. That's what they should in, do. Fatberg. In, in, in Richard Keyes' Harry Fatberg. Mm. There we go. You can't go anywhere after that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble. It's been an absolute pleasure. Of course, we'll be with you again on Thursday for the preview show. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Football Ramble's a mighty atom that dared to dream. <laughs> 
Say goodbye, Pete Donald. Bye. Say goodbye, Jim Campbell. It's extraordinary. Dark little show, silly podcast. Fuck off. This was a Radio Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.